0: From the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should
1: be upside down in a
0: junior high toilet around the clock.
1: This is spot <laughs> All your bases are blown to us.
2: the balls are inert and now it begins hello and welcome to nerd to know media fm on phoenix fm uh thank you for tuning in or indeed listening on spotify my name is Kira calcon and i am joined by my wonderful co-host say your names there guys
0: uh, Brenner Rourke
2: thanks for joining us today guys and uh, it's been a busy week we've had the San Diego Comic Con which I believe would it be fair to call that kind of like nerd Christmas this time of year Just everything coming out at once oh, for
0: sure. yeah yeah I mean it's kind of hard to argue but <laughs> i trying to name any other period that would be nerd Christmas more than <laughs> this now, at this point yeah Uh, it's
1: one one of those things where like you you either know loads about it or you don't and then you're just kind of sitting back on oh my god there's so much to think in here so it's uh Mm. it's definitely interesting and like i think it's fair to say that this is just like marvel just decimated this compared to like the guys from game of thrones didn't even turn up they're like nah no, we're we're, good, we're done here. DC oh, Game
0: per- of Thrones also finished.
1: Yeah, but you know, <laughs>
0: which <it> also helps. <laughs> yeah. Apparently,
1: you know, when Game of Thrones was, was mentioned, there was booze, so it's kind of a good. Wow, idea. Yeah, that's uh, harsh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: okay. I mean, I didn't, it didn't end great, so I mean, I I would argue that they deserved it.
1: Personal. still though you're, you're just like they tried you know they tried and to failed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they tried and it wasn't good yeah yeah
1: um but uh, you know what 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 are you guys looking for in comic-con every year like for me when i'm sitting there it's it's, it's less about comics now because like you know uh, even in even in uh, the comic conventions here like nobody really gonna goes to the comics well except because I only know that because if I ever want to get away from people or if I want to go look at comics I just go over to the comic book section. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of like you know doing everything else. Uh, what, what, what elements are you looking for?
2: Oh well, for, for me, me it's uh, so you, you no, go on first there sorry.
0: Um, I would say for me it's seeing what panels show up and uh, it, like for, for San Diego the trailers you know, what'd be the big thing? Seeing what's actually like coming attractions are coming up.
2: Yeah. The trailers is a good point because it's a good barometer, not only for what's coming up in the next year, but what people are interested in seeing based on the reactions, both in the room and online. Would that be fair to say? Totally.
0: Totally would. Um, But I I think because, I mean, it's not just like a case of seeing stuff like uh, the Marvel films that we have to get into, but like, you know, um, almost anything that's like big in the sci-fi and fantasy genre in film, you'll see stuff there. Like, uh, like my my per, my personal favorite show on TV right now is The Expanse, and they had their trailer four for come out, and I cannot be more pumped to see that. And um, you know, like I mean, that, that's the kind of way that um, that's one of those things that I just always look forward to because you, you know, you see stuff that you want to see, but you also get surprises as well. Which is nice.
2: And you get to see the actors and writers talking about it, which is nice in and of itself, yeah. right? Yeah, but well, that's the panels. Like, that's the panel side of it, which is
0: great. And, you know, uh, even though I don't think it's like something we should support, I think seeing bootlegs and stuff like that on YouTube is always a nice thing, too.
2: Mm. Yeah, it is nice. And it is um, just even going by what pops up every year Comic-Con. You mentioned Game of Thrones not being there this year. It's a good barometer as well for what's current and kind of what's dominating the kind of media scene and everything like that. Like uh, last year, there was no Star Wars films announced and it you could feel it like it was just the two cartoon announcements, I think.
1: Yeah, and look, and it's not only that kind of stuff as well. It's kind of like building up the hype machine. You know, A lot of people said, oh, Comic-Con is only... You know, it's only there to kind of watch some trailers or something as well. But I think it is what it is, you know, like ugh, personally, you know, I'd rather go to something a bit more local than going all the way out to San, to San Diego to, you know, to yeah. see it. For just, also, it's hot there. It is. It's hot here too. <laughs> so, you know, it used not to be hot here, and back in my day, it was great. But now it's hmm. them newfangled yeah. global warming.
0: Speaking yeah. uh, of someone who's a skin cancer warming. risk, I don't like the heat.
2: <laughs> These kids with their global warming and exactly. their smartphones, exactly. their Sega Mega Drives. <laughs> hey, you leave the you leave the
1: Sega Mega Drive alone. It ain't doing nothing.
2: a few weeks ago we were talking about the merits of mp3 players and now we're on to this like
1: Um, (laughs) you know it's funny right so kind of you know switching gears back into into you know the comic-con side of things i i wasn't underwhelmed looking at the, the 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 slate you know like when phase four was was announced it was like okay that's cool um one or two things kind of caught me off guard there Bryn, what were you excited about when you saw this the uh, slate four, uh, for uh for phase four
0: um I, the main thing was seeing blade um it's one of those things where like because i, I was just never really sure if it was something that this would commit to it's in the same way of going well you know, are they really going to commit to Deadpool <laughs> now that they own the property again? Are they going to really commit to it? And the fact that they're doing Blade is a really strong indication of the presence of or rated characters. In,
1: well, Blade is going to be um, PG-13. Yeah, that's a shame. It but, is PG-13, so.
2: Yeah. That's very generous from Disney, though.
1: Yeah. Well, but like, you know, here's the thing, thing right? And like, Disney- they're
2: big on their family-friendly stuff.
1: But but they've always had different studios for stuff like touchstones and stuff like that to be able to kind of, you know, pursue that. But listen, here's what, look, I'm a fan of Blade, I love Blade, I love, Blade. I love the first two Blade movies, I even like Blade Trinity, alright, I I'm, I'm not. I don't hate it, but... Well,
0: that's because Triple H is in it. Yeah,
1: obviously. <laughs> uh, and because, you know, Ryan Reynolds is in it and it's not a bad movie. Um, but...
2: Ah, uh, it's not a good movie okay. either. It's I Never good movie. I Never
1: a good. I just said it wasn't a bad movie. Uh, you know, a, uh, you yeah. know, I, I, there's far, there's far, far worse things I'd like sit down and watch, like uh, Black Panther, <laughs> than uh, you know, sit down and watch Blade, Blade, Blade.
2: Oh, if you're gonna say Blade Trinity's better than Black Panther, we're starting off the controversy early this week. Anything <laughs> is better than Black Panther,
1: like you know, I, I what's the, it, the, a porn party of. You know uh, the room is better than black, black
0: panther i, you I genuinely felt that you're going to say a porn parody of black panther is better than the actual black panther well probably yeah. <laughs> i haven't seen it but you know i'm just like you know anything
1: anything's better than black panther you know uh, they, they can add okay. me okay if you want
2: to there's <laughs> a lot of marvel stuff to cover i'm just going to put a pin in that unless we've got 10 minutes at the end i do want to hear your thoughts on that okay but no, on, uh, on, guys what i'm going to do Kane. is I was going somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going somewhere. okay um, okay my bad just, just on
1: the... As far as Blade, right, Um, there's one thing I want to see from this movie, and once they do this, I'll be 100% in. Blade has to open up with a blood rave.
2: I did see you post this on Facebook, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: has to. I know it's like, oh, it's 90s, but you could do it like a flashback where, like, you know, the 90s, and then just literally just have with Slaves like, the Age doing it and then have the new guy in it or even have the new guy doing it and like awesome because I think that would be really cool and add depth to the character that he's been around since the 90s and they didn't even have like a flash of like Captain Marvel in the back or something you know
2: this... at the blood rave no on Captain
1: the...
0: Marvel on her night out no on the TV screen or
1: something like that you know, it's like, you know they, they, look they can figure out ways to do it but
2: will be there. this is what
1: I want Colson there. He's, he's, in like a
2: hawaiian shirt <laughs> i don't know but on this I, holiday from T.V. all i'm saying is you
1: know if they did that it's a wonderful I, place i would, I would be, be like there. this is the best marvel movie ever <laughs> yeah Eagle. somehow
0: i don't see that happening in the pg 13
1: grade. well it's not still vampires man you know <laughs> the kids always know <laughs> what it is i, I watched blade <laughs> when i was 10. i did i missed the entire <laughs> part of that <laughs> movie when, when it, i was just <laughs> like this movie's awesome <laughs> And then, and then I went, I went back, back and watched it as I'm like, oh, I should have seen, seen this
0: when Sprengue. I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> watch, well, like, watch any modern-day PG-13 film and tell me if it's like, oh, yeah, I could totally see them like, accepting uh, accepting like sprinkler systems of blood going off. That will be happening in <laughs> a PG-13 yeah. film
2: yeah. in, say, in time. Mean, actually, on that, what do we think of the cast? Like, uh, Mahershala Ali is now the new uh, Blade. Have you seen him in other films before? I've, I've seen
1: him in Blade. Uh, when, when he you played, played you
2: it in, know. what was it? Was it Luke Cage or Daredevil? I can't remember. Oh, uh, the he played the villain in Luke Cage series one. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 He yes. was
1: very good, good in that.
2: He was very good, good in that. And like, I think he's fresh off an Oscar nomination for Green Book, unless I'm mistaken. So Marvel yes, people yeah. are kind of really flexing their muscles as far as clout goes. Yeah.
1: Well, to be mm-hmm. fair, like when, when I saw that, I was kind of like, "Oh, well, you know, he, he seems, seems like a good lad, but why did he just get, get Wesley's knives? You know." But still, you know. A uh, yeah, have you played Have you like
2: heard the stories of the making of Blade Trinity?
1: Man, look, people have to suffer. <laughs> people have to suffer for the Listen art. you know what I mean? It just is what it is.
2: Listen to Patton Oswald's stories, like. That he wouldn't come out of his trailer unless you called him Blade, and even when he did, like a huge cloud of weed smoke would follow him out of his trailer. But like man, half the shots of him in the movie are his stunt double shot from funny angles. Just say, man. man. <laughs> <Close blade. laughs> I get you. I do love Wesley. Wesley is a great guy once you get past all the
0: racism. Oh. <laughs>
1: I look, I'm, I'm sorry. Wesley Snipes is in like one of my favorite movies of all time, so I am going to defend guy, you know. And like Demolition sure. Man, Demolition Man, yeah. The only thing the only thing <laughs> that could beat Wesley Snipes is taxes, and it did. So, you know. So... <laughs> that and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> no, John Smart. Yeah, yeah, John yeah.
2: Martin, <laughs> Well, Sylvester yeah. Stallone's in the MCU now as well. He's in the older Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, actually,
1: yeah. there you go. What you could have is you could have him fight Wesley Snipes in, like, in, like an, an eternal universe. universe. This would be great. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. Anyway, sorry. sorry.
2: Well, I, be... actually, I, you have brought up the perfect talking point because what I want to do is I want to say the next bunch of Marvel things coming out over the next two years, and I'd love to hear you guys' speculations or even your wish list for things you'd like to see in them. Uh, we have, in 2020, we have Black Widow, Eternals, uh, the TV shows WandaVision, Loki, and Hawkeye, and Falcon and Winter Soldier, all on Disney+, Plus, their streaming service. Then in 2021, we have the movies Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, Doctor Strange 2, The Multiverse of Madness, uh, the TV show What If, and Thor, Love and Thunder, so, mm. what are you guys most excited about from that batch of things?
0: The, the Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: uh, in, all, in all seriousness, yeah, I, I agree with, with Brenda Doctor Strange. Yeah.
0: The one thing that, the more I keep kind of going through that list, the more that it, it strikes me that how much of it is like the magic and uh, horror side mm. of uh, Marvel's Catalog and how much Black Widow. As the idea that everyone keeps going with is that it's going to be a prequel. How much sticks out? It's 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 Taskmaster. He's He's the villain.
2: villain. Ah, yeah. So uh, he's supposed to be the villain. Uh, Is that true? Correct. Yeah. And Uh, here's the the reason why. Brain is because you
1: know, like Marvel had to kind of do this when you go super big to the point that the entire world is blipped. The entire universe, half the entire universe is blipped out. What are you gonna do? You know, like they can't really just bring in Galactus and be like, Oh, here we go, you because know? 'Cause that'll just hard everybody. Yeah, it's like a good wrestling match, you know, you going to have cooldown spots. So this is like the cooldown period when everybody goes Yeah,
0: absolutely. Everyone goes out to
1: get hot, uh, chills out and stuff, yeah. and then you build it back up. Yeah. So So it's the Divas match. Exactly, it's the Divas match, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's the mid <laughs>
0: it's the mid decade Divas match.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's why it was kinda like I think a lot of a lot of the movies on that slate you can kind of skip. Uh, they're, 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 a lot of those movies I would say would be kind of like like the, the main difference here is all the way up until Endgame, there's an argument to be made that you could not miss any of the the movies right now whether that's right or wrong, it's still kind of like the, the rule of thumb now I think it's kind of well a lot of these movies there are events,
0: but are going to be a bit more standalone-ish yeah,
1: but not only that as well, it's also like oh, hey look, you didn't catch it well, don't worry about it. Here's here's something on Disney Plus, and we'll have these movies as well for you at your convenience. So I think maybe that's kind of a bit of the direction. And in phase five, uh, that's when was are the big event movies. But I think Disney are going to start using the streaming service more as a, as a hammer than as a as scalpel.
2: I think yeah, that's a fair point. I should point out that not on the slate. But what's in development further down the line is Fantastic Four, X-Men, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, and Guardians 3. So I think you're right. They may be keeping their big hitters, apart from Thor, in their back pocket to let the streaming service get some momentum. And then they'll bring in those bigger ones.
0: Also, they are only wrapped Spider-Man 3. So that's going to come out at some point. (laughs) Have they? Yeah. um, Holy moly. uh, They don't hang around. Yeah, cause, I um, didn't. Tom Holland let it slip in an interview. As <laughs> like, he does.
2: They shouldn't should tell him anything. <laughs> no, <'cause>
0: they don't! <laughs> but he he's... shouldn't be allowed to tell people things. He shouldn't be allowed to do media.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God. Anyway, um,
2: you know, Having uh, said that, it's a very Peter Parker thing to do, so I quite like it in that way. Oh, that's very true, true. that's very it true. Is. Is. Um, are, are you guys
1: excited, excited to see Taskmaster in,
2: uh... Oh, so excited. Like, he, but Taskmaster task is awesome.
1: He is underutilized, you know, in media in yeah. general, except in the cartoons where he's been mainstay he, since like nineteen ninety eight, which is crazy. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. it. I, you, you know, know, the Black, Black Widow thing, thing, thing. I think it's it's kind of silly now at this point. But um, you know, whatever. You know, I, you I think
2: to- I think it's fair though because she yeah, was the. Uh, of all the characters who didn't make it out of Endgame she didn't kind of get her moment on the way out so I think, yeah, fair enough they could do something I, oh, nice the
0: one I was- thing I was going to say um, sorry to cut a cost, the one that no, I was no, going to say Black Widow was like, uh, again in, compar- in the confines of uh, what they've announced, everything seems to be very magic based, and mm. it just made me kind of get this
2: is that right there?
1: Is he oh, he been, he oh he's even blipped. He's all
2: right. Don't worry. Guys, <laughs> we, we have technical
1: issues throughout this, this podcast. Hey, I feel like it could always
0: you. happen.
2: Oh, welcome back. You blipped there.
0: Yeah, there you oh, go. no, not again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we faced five years, mate. Okay. Right. We faced five <laughs> years. <laughs> this
2: is a different Good show altogether. <laughs> no, no, this is the same show. We've been doing it all this time waiting for you to come back. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's like that episode of Angry Beavers all over
2: again. <laughs> oh, nostalgia. Oh, okay, man. guys, so before technical issues come in, The Eternals is on the slate. This is something I actually know nothing about. Are you familiar with The Eternals? Yeah,
1: basically they're... Um... See, even people who read comics don't know what The Eternals are. Basically, they're cosmic... F-ups, right? They're these super-powered god characters that aren't god characters but are, are the root of all mutants that's putting it very dumbed down i've upset a lot of people by putting it that way but that's the best way to put it forward the only way that makes sense the eternal does is... wait i'm confused yeah weren't
2: that... the inhumans the root of the mutants
1: exactly that's where the that's where the confusion comes from because i think one, okay. of... I think one <laughs> was written before the other
2: Right. Well, I think they kind of dropped the ball with the Inhumans, so I think a do-over is appropriate.
1: Yeah, and the thing about it is it's tied more to um, Silver Surfer and towards Galactus and those kind of characters as well. It, the, the Eternals is more, uh, more cosmic than the Inhumans. The Inhumans were uh, kind of like a more human side of things ironically enough so yeah they have a
2: kind of shakespearean quality to them
1: exactly and and it does kind of tie up to the well Mm -hmm. where can we go well let's let's go all the way up and then like what's it now well we had Thanos so yeah
2: who else we got exactly
1: yeah so i'm just trying to think you know trying to map out the 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 marvel cosmic universe secret war well, mm. see, that the thing, in order to get there, you have to really kind of go deep, and you have to go this deep now. So before you bring someone something like beyond or that, you really have to, you know, get your looks and rolls. So that's what we're trying to do here. But mapping out the Marvel uh, cosmic universe is beyond the, scale, the scope of this show. We might do it in the future, but, you know, we we don't get paid enough for that. Uh,
2: we oh, also... not for a lack of trying, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's true, that's true. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's so, kind of everything so... I, I had from Comic-Con... Marvel
2: side of things. I was interested to see the Terminator stuff, um, but I don't know. Quite, are you going to check out of Terminator Universe now or? I have been stung too many times. Yeah, it's uh, was, I love it. Right, it was well. my favorite franchise as a teenager. I love it to bits. Love the TV show. Love the first two, maybe three movies, uh, but I feel like it's obvious, even as a casual viewer, that mm-hmm. they have no plan. It's very much throwing things at a wall and seeing what sticks. When you add time travel into that, uh, it gets messy very quickly. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. W- I, for me, I thing w- that comes being so burned is I go, "Eh, still turning better than Alien, you know." So
2: I, I, I'd fight in the Alien prequels corner. It's when I watch that, I don't get it, but I feel like at least the people making it get it
0: yeah i just i um I, as far as i'm concerned there's only been two good alien films and everything has been utter trash you know, you know, I, didn't, you know
1: I didn't you know i didn't see aliens until like last year
2: how Isn't, i know right
1: is not that crazy Really Do you know.
2: not have a television at 2 in the morning around Christmas?
1: <laughs> I just never got around to it. I was just like...
2: That's such an accurate, oddly
0: inaccurate time to watch Aliens. <laughs> I just never got around to it. And then when I was watching it, I was like, man,
1: this movie's really, really good.
2: So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. It's James Cameron on peak form. Like, he's just taken... Like, it shouldn't work. He's just taken what he did with Terminator and adds it to Alien 1. And somehow, it's amazing. The man
1: just knows what he's doing, except for
2: Terminator and you know, the last part of the <laughs> Titanic. Uh, to be fair, he, I, uh, the Terminator ones he's been attached to have been good. Wait, sorry, <laughs> it ta- sorry, I meant uh, Avatar. Oh,
1: do
2: you mean Avatar. Avatar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avatar. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on Avatar? Oh, like I have to say, uh,
1: what's her one's name? Jenny, Jenny Nicholson. She's on YouTube. Yes, yes, I, yes. I love Jenny Nicholson. She's like my favorite person online. Um. And she does a series. she does a review of the of the most random things, but she does a review of the Avatar World in Disney. And I'm like, that's insane that exists. So as crazy as I that, watch that too, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my view on Avatar. Like I don't get it, but I'm glad that exists for her review of it. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's, well, it's funny you bring it up because I believe, not to like steer too far back into the Marvel, but I believe Endgame finally dethroned it at the weekend, didn't it? As far as the top box office earner. Yeah, yeah. Just pipped it at the post. Yeah, yeah. They, had yeah. To, they, they had to kind of force it out there and it's like, come on, on.
1: you're, yeah. going, to, you're yeah. going to
0: do this yeah. and like it. And yeah, that's kind yeah. of what happened. Yeah. There's, a great, uh, there's a great thing I saw, there's a Reddit post where someone asked, uh, asked the question, why doesn't Disney just release Avatar again? So that yeah. it, it could be it could be Avengers, and then release Avengers again. So like it could be an Avatar, and just do that until the end of time.
2: <laughs> any- adding ten minutes onto it every single time. Basically, yeah, yeah. But see,
0: like the
1: thing about it is, like apparently there's like four um, avatar, avatar movies coming, coming out, right? Yeah. Who wants to see any of those?
2: You'd be amazed. There was a thing, uh, there was actually a phenomenon called Pandora Syndrome back when the film came out the first time around. And people were so in in love with the idea of Pandora, the world, that they'd go to the cinema every day, every week, whatever, to sort of live out that fantasy. So, I mean, I would say Avatar 2, at the very least, will do gangbusters at the box office. Like, just if that crowd goes and supports it every single week.
1: I don't know, like, it just <laughs> seems that, you know, these people could do anything else, they could, you know, go outside, you
2: know,
1: ride a bike, you
2: know. Ah, but you could say that about any nerd thing, though. <laughs> that's
1: true, but, like, of all, of all the <laughs> nerd things, Avatar just strikes me as.
2: I get you, I don't get it personally. Like, uh, it just but... comes across so shallow.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing, thing. like, I, when, but, when, when I saw the symbol I, I was like. Okay, wow, this is this is visually amazing and it's uh, technological marvel, but I've never watched that movie again, ever, and I never want to. Yeah, apparently it's
2: it's it's not a bad movie, in fairness. No, no, it's not. It's just like I felt like you know, it's like okay, I have
1: I have seen this now,
2: and that is enough
1: for me, and that's kind of it. And it's like I thought we said everything we need to say the first time you know
2: that is fair it's yeah. a it's a well-made movie but it's not like it's not like star wars where you see that original original star wars movie and you want to see more and what happens next it doesn't seem like there's much room for growth yes yeah, so into a second kind of avatar
0: like, yeah you go and do, see some of those uh virtual reality rights mm. and you're like this is really fun while you're there but you're never like oh, i need to see it again or i need to see more of that like it's just doesn't have that same kind of Kick. uh aspect to it yeah
1: yeah, yeah and, and that's that's kind of like the, the biggest thing for me i was you know even i was tempted to go back and watch it recently and i'm like no i'm not doing that because you know although apparently that said the game that came out uh which i think four people remember is yeah. apparently really
2: decent so
1: i might buy that and never play it and just go yeah that game's a good game.
2: Um, <laughs> But you know, uh, I think, I have it here somewhere, apparently it has alternate endings and stuff, it right. seemed like they did kind of put the work in.
1: Yeah, for, uh, the review I saw on YouTube, the guy was like, yeah, this is actually a surprisingly, surprisingly good game, and I was like, oh, well, alright, so, you know.
2: For, you know for, what, for I, from from being a backseat gamer on it, I'd say it's comparable to the Revenge of the Sith game of that time. I where like, it's like I, like, up. Yeah. I like that, that Revenge of the Sith game, the game. game. That's, that's actually that's a very a
1: fun game. No, it's not by today's standards, it's atrocious, but... i would
0: even say by star wars standards it's not
2: that great (laughs) but by the standards (sighs) of games based on movies though yeah yeah but here's the thing
1: right back in 2005 yeah i would totally agree with you that you know it's um it was a poor star wars game but now based on the star wars games that we've had since disney bio it's better than well, better than star wars dancing it's better than battlefield one
2: I feel like we need to ring a little bell every time we've sort of somehow ended up talking about the lack of Star Wars games in every episode. <laughs> I think there's somehow a keeps ending up back here. <laughs>
1: it's like, give us what we want,
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's a worthy of discussion, but I have been fair. noticing. Fair, fair.
1: Okay, so uh,
2: where <laughs> are we going now, game? Okay, um, just because... We've covered all the Marvel stuff, but I just wanted to very, very quickly touch on Thor in particular. Uh, Thor will be directed again, Love and Thunder, Thor Love and Thunder will be directed by Taika Waititi and will apparently feature Natalie Portman, Portman returning not only as Jane Foster, but as the female Thor. Uh, Are you guys excited for that? Can you see that working? in Because I, I know last week you bemoaned that Thor Ragnarok demolish the Thor movies you liked, so I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Do you, do you
1: really want to, or do you want to get upset again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> if, if, if. At least if you're not you're much, emotionally then. prepared. Okay, right. Okay. Look,
1: okay. Well, let's start with the good, good, right? Right. Thor's hammer's <laughs> back. Okay. <laughs> I, I like I the Natalie Portman. Portman. I, I like her as Jane Foster. Foster right? I, I like, like the Jane Foster character, character right? Um. Uh, that's about everything else that could possibly go wrong, went wrong. Um, they're focusing more on Valkyrie, which is a terrible <laughs> idea. Uh, they're they're focusing on Taheed that uh, that director, their, his vision. That's also I, I quite
2: of. like Taiko Waititi's take on Thor. I, I
1: liked half of it and talked about it last week, but I was kind of like, oh, I'm hoping we're getting more of Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing instead of, you know, whatever this is going to be. I've read female Thor. Like I, I actually read the comic book run and some people are like, oh, they're, they're adapting modern Marvel, which if they adapt too much to modern Marvel, that's a really bad idea in my opinion. Um, mm. Cause modern Marvel is not very good. With the exception of some things like uh, Spider-Man runs are still pretty good, but you know, I actually read the entire uh, Lady Thor run and it's, they need a really good writer. They need, they, like to, to make this work because by itself, It's not very entertaining. It's not very good. It's just kind of lame. You have Thor open around in the back. Have you guys read this run? Yeah, yeah. So you don't talk about. No, I haven't. No. Yeah, it's not. It's not (laughs) very good. Like you have Thor pretty much, who's known as Odin's son, open around Mm. in the back until he's worthy again, and you know Jane gets cancer, and it's like. (laughs) I mean, this.
0: My one of the biggest problems I had with that run. I like. I look. I have no problem with the idea of them. Because I know a lot of people were really upset that they made Thor into a woman. I was like, well, no, no, it's, yeah, but Thor,
2: it's, that, like, Thor's a story a that can be... Like, yeah. Thor changing yeah. is not an unusual thing. No, oh, and, and that, yeah. that's not what I'm annoyed but, about. Yeah. I'm no, annoyed that's not what you're saying.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, What I'm saying is like that wasn't... Because like, I kind of went in going, okay, so is, how is this going to be done? And I, I liked how it was handled, more, like broadly speaking, yeah. but the, like, the way they handled Thor being unworthy... Yeah. Is, yeah. Like I didn't like because it's going like, but his worthiness it doesn't come from his self worth. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, exactly, you know, and, 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 <laughs> and that's i saying to you. Like, in order to, to do this story well, yeah. it requires yeah. an awful lot more gravitas than. Yeah. I think it also, the
0: uh, MCU can't can't also can't do the self worth thing because it would technically be a lore break in the confines of the story they told in yeah. Endgame.
1: Okay, so you're listening to the podcast and you're wondering, well, what if I want to listen live and I'm not in Ireland? Well, don't worry. Go over to www.nerdtonomedia.com. On the webpage at the bottom, there is a link to the Phoenix FM stream. Check out the details of the show you want to listen to and you'll be able to catch us live. Don't forget to tweet in nerd2, the number 2, no, 92.5. Of course, you can contact us via the contact tab on the website over on nerdtonomedia.com.
0: Casting from the Blanchestown Centre. This is Phoenix FM. Yeah, I also going to tell that, the it
1: goes back to the is the original sin, which doesn't exist in the Marvel Universe, the, in the MCU. So it's like, mm. what are you going to do unless Thor's like, peace out or dies or something?
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, again, he's. The story they're trying to tell with him now is that he's going off to find himself. Yeah, so he, so can, he yeah. could just be, well, so that he could go, well, you know, like, Jane, you have to find the greatness in, in yourself and yeah. kind of do that kind of a story. And that could be good. Yeah, like, like, I, I,
1: like I'm not upset about it and there's, there's lots of people a... screaming <laughs> out and going, oh, no, they're, they're SJW things. And I'm just like, guys, stop. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not like that at all. It's just... Yeah you know uh, yeah.
0: look people, it, people it, ca- call anything uh, anything that isn't white or male sjw now if
1: it was if it was a diversity thing where they're like oh they're like, it's like no it makes sense like mm. jane came back to do something you know and then yeah. thor is, is basically off mm. as he had to find himself um it's totally different dynamic in the comic book. Yeah, okay, I will agree with you. I agree with we, we, to an extent there. It was very poorly handled, but that again, that wasn't done for diversity points. That was just done because you know whoever. was right. an interesting
0: story to do, it was. and like the it was three elements badly. of it that were. Yeah, but the, even then, there were still elements that were done that were like, I felt they were done quite well. Like uh, Jane having cancer and it kind of making and becoming Thor, making her both better and worse yeah, i really like I,
1: what I, I did like about the story is that she really doesn't like being torn. she has it's kind of like man she's like i just yeah. want to go now and she yeah has yeah so you know if, if they if they kind of go like obviously i don't think they're going to expect to get her cancer cause that's pretty well <laughs> uh, well actually <laughs> on you know, star lord's mom
2: did die of cancer so sure, dr strange has wrecked his hands and everything yeah, they've they, gone in they directions before they
1: could do that now
0: do no, I think, I think there's, there's a better way to tell the story? story. Yeah, kind of. I, I don't think it. But I don't think it needs that narrative shorthand. No, it doesn't. To be honest. No, I do not so. um, But again, they can also just say like that she's just physically wrecked from what happened in uh, the
2: dark world. Yeah. The, yeah you know what like what that's a fair you, point you know, i forgot about that uh, yeah that's true actually yeah. yeah. she
1: might need it to kind of regenerate an apple did know,
2: carry an infinity stone yeah yeah
1: yeah she, that's true
2: so yeah, yeah. you
1: know I, i'm gonna see her cautiously optimistic just kind of frustrated at the reaction to it and that's why i was kind of groaning at the beginning because i'm like oh god you know I've heard so, so much bellyaching from people and, like, way they go yeah. guys, making us look like the most stereotypical people in the world. Fantastic. Um, exactly. And
2: sure, it allows Thor, because Guardians 3 is dumb a Slate, if she takes the hammer, it allows Thor to go off and, and be just be a Guardians. guy in yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. But he's still a god.
1: That's the thing. You know,
2: like they've, they've... I know, but he isn't burdened with the responsibility or anything yeah, like, like that, you know? It's a little bit different than,
1: you know, when, uh, what was it? Blake... Blake Blake, or can't remember uh, Don Blake. Don Blake. That's it. It's not like that where you know he, he gets the power of Thor. It's more like Thor in the MCU is actually the God of Thunder. You know, but he's yes. he's not burdened by you know the the task, which is cool. You know, and I think that <laughs> would probably open up maybe to to hanging out with Loki and doing stuff there as well. So you know, I, to be fair, you know, Marvel need to do these things to kind of bring it back down to Earth. In a, yeah. in a way because they went so big so fast that anything bigger than that just <laughs> makes it look ridiculous so yeah. I think they're like laying up going right well, well, what can what we, do? we do now here's the thing if you get a squirrel girl movie that's silly a, a Miss Marvel movie oh, mm. you know why now maybe in a
2: couple of years I could see, I could see the Great Lakes Avengers were yeah, you know, the I, I, Disney Plus thing exactly. like a little reverence exactly. off me thing exactly
1: As, that's where I was <laughs> going As it, those kind of things are too small and they would be great, great as Disney Plus, thing. But, you know, I think the days of big, earth shattering galactic conflicts are kind of like a hold for the next three years. And, and then we'll get, get the big one. one. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, I agree with you 100% King. I think having you know, the Great Lake Avengers and having, like, you know, the young Avengers, uh, they can all be done on Disney Plus. And I think that's the perfect avenue for them because, you know, they're inconsequential, but still fun. But, you know, mm. Disney have to be very, very careful here that they don't... You know, put put the put the carriage for a horse, and you know. know. Do away.
2: what they did with Star Wars.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's that's the risk. risk. That's there's Too, Too much risk. Star Wars. I never I never to Too much Star Wars is Wars a, bad yeah. a bad thing. Too much Marvel yeah. is a bad thing. Too so, much anything is a bad thing.
0: But it's. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing as well. Is that you're also seeing, like, I mean, year by year, the burnout people are feeling from these films yeah. is growing. Yeah. So, it, I mean, I think that at some point there is going to be this slip. I don't know if it'll. Like, I don't think it'll kill the subgenre yeah. but i definitely think that'll kind of affect how they're handled in the future because
2: that's very true but uh, looking at the movies on their own merits this is not kind of the plus things so yeah. we have black widow which is kind of a spy thing eternals which is sort of spacey Guardians of the galaxy uh shang chi presumably a sort of martial arts thing yeah, uh, well- thor which is and just strange which in before we started recording this will be a horror movie apparently yeah it's Mm -hmm.
1: going to be the first marvel movie to be a straight up horror movie
2: that is intriguing and apparently the scarlet witch is going to be in that one as well so like yeah i'm i'm on board for that my my thing is you know uh, Looking back at this and going, right, this is what we
1: need to do. This is where we're going. It's, it's like everything needs to be kept interesting. And Marvel, you know, as I said, they have a few money now. So they can kind of be like, right, we don't need just to have your, your, basic, um, your basic Marvel story where people expect it. It's more like we have enough capital, enough goodwill to kind of tell whatever story we want. And it's great to see that. It means that... The envelope can be pushed, and we can get bigger and bigger stories, and we can get smaller and smaller stories, and then that seems to kind of you know get that nice little ebb and flow, the nice little rest spot before you go to um, you go to another main event. They that was that they learned that during this run, uh, during phase two, when um, Avengers Two came out, and it was like, oh god, you know this is another kind of thing, and then Iron Man Three came out, and people were like. What's going on here? And, uh, you know, it was just kind of a lot of questions. It's like, okay, so the world, so New York or whatever has been attacked, where was this that, and year? you know? Uh, Iron Man's been attacked going it By making it smaller in scope, it kind of gives a lot of, takes a lot of the pressure away and kind of pulls your attention away from the fact that, well, we don't have Iron Man anymore we don't have Mm. captain america anymore because they're not needed now right well in most people's they would be like if they went and did avengers tomorrow let's say uh
2: no but the success of the world and the franchises isn't on their shoulders
1: no but what i mean is if there was an avenger movie even in two years right Mm. it still wouldn't have that emotional center like who are you going to who's going to be the face of the avengers spider-man black uh, black panther captain marvel they haven't earned enough there to really be that yet they're not there
2: in their character yeah i see what and, you mean no, that's, no, that's, that's fair enough. so, so the, the stories him. they're
0: telling with them don't really lend themselves to being exactly. those kind of exactly. principal characters exactly. either
1: and and that's and that's what marvel's doing now they're kind of expanding their expanding out their scope and then letting it be filled with these characters here's the thing right originally Doctor Strange was supposed to be the linchpin of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Mm. And I think that's where they're going with now, with this next phase, where they're going to make Doctor Strange the linchpin. And then he'll be able to hand it off to Reed Richards, maybe, the Illuminati kind of thing. And, you know, that that's, that's probably the direction. But then again, you have characters like Captain Marvel, who's going to be a huge part of the MCU anyway. But I think having these linchpin characters, right now they don't exist because they're gone. So it makes hmm. sense to kind of take a break, take a, a a debrief, build build your build your your next crop up, and there's no better way to do it than to uh, to tell these smaller stories while at the same time going some really weird places. Because here's the thing: like people are going, oh, all the Marvel movies are the same. I guarantee you, Blade and Thor: Love and French uh, Love and uh, Thunder are not going to be the same movie. <laughs> not by a long shot.
2: Would you be happy if Thor turned up at the blood rave at the start of late?
1: Oh man, look, once we get the blood rave, I don't care who's there, <laughs> you yeah.
2: See, now I'm seeing that party in There's the middle the of Age of Ultron cold where all the Avengers cold. are hanging out, just, you know, shooting the breeze at a blood rave. Look, Marvel, look,
1: get, new, get, get, get confusion by New Order on, or blood is pumping, right? Mm. There you go, I'm so, gonna set the scene for you, right? Mid-90s, fade in, okay, Cap, have a, have a Colson walking by or whatever, walking his dog, right, it goes in, goes into uh, these two kind of ravers, you know, this girl and the guy, and he's like, oh, come on, let's go in, and it starts just like Blade 1, they go in, and it's the blood rave, and then new, new orders blaring, and it's great, and in the D8, Wesley Snipes shows up, or even the new guy shows up, and does does the opening the blade, and then there you go, best Marvel movie ever, all the stars. I'd I'd leave after I'd be like, man, done,
2: finished. I was I was send off your CV to Marvel before David Goyer steals the franchise back. That's all I'm saying. You listen, seem very passionate about Blade.
1: Here's the thing, that's just Goyer it. I'm just doing his idea better. Um, <laughs> it's just like Marvel. If you want to send me a check, you know, you know what the email address is, and uh, yeah, so there you go.
2: Uh, yeah, you can ask him. Goyer will
0: you,
1: can you. you what?
0: And then Goyer will sue you.
1: No, it's a homage. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so um, I know Marvel has monopolized the conversation in so much as it monopolized the Comic Con. But uh, is there were there any other franchises or films that uh, jumped out? We've covered Terminator. We've covered Marvel. Uh, certainly, the only other thing I saw was the Watchmen trailer. Have you guys seen anything else?
1: Oh, I have, man, I have no interest in where they're going with that. I, everything just screams, you know, Danger, Will Robinson. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> you know? so, and I love Watchmen. I love Watchmen as, as a book. Um, I love the animated version of it, which is great, narrated by Alan Moore. I love, really like the movie. But I'm like... Again, it's kind of like what we were saying with uh, avatars. Like, where else are you gonna go? Is this gonna be an allegory for modern day politics? Like, why? You know, Uh, from what I'm seeing, that's kind of where they're going, and it's just like that's not really the point of the book.
0: Yeah, it's also like trying to make a. um, It'd be like making a series off of The Dark Knight Strikes Again. Yeah, where you go, cool, but like this is like a time capsule story at this point.
1: Yeah, Yeah, like the thing when they did make. Uh, when they did actually make the, the Dark Knight Returns as an animated version, said the Returns or Strikes Back, it was weird because I had that weird dissonance where I'm like, the world that this movie exists in doesn't exist anymore. We're so far yeah. away from it that all the heavy punches that this was talking about don't land.
2: You know, yeah so. and it's like funnily enough v for vendetta i feel like you could adapt in any yes, era yes. and it would have something to say why do they keep going back to watchmen
1: v is more like, because it's more iconic you know
2: and yeah it, basically and, uh, it's okay that's fair it's
1: more iconic to, to people who haven't read it <laughs> that's the truth <trend>, right? <laughs> and, it, and it's more easy to be like oh watchmen's great mm-hmm. because yeah. and it, it, look it is but at the end of the day, I prefer V as a, as a series and as an idea. But also, yeah. like, and not as a comic book. As a comic book, actually, Watchmen is better. The movie for V is fantastic. Um, it's I,
0: also like, the weird thing about that film is that like it's like one of the best in-name only adaptations I've ever seen.
2: It's It you adapts know. the material perfectly to what we're talking about, which is it takes V for Vendetta and takes the material and applies it to uh, Bush-era kind of Iraq war. Yeah, it, it's also
0: fundamentally misunderstanding the character in a lot of ways i would argue
2: yeah but I think with that possibly is- but it, but it but in a 12s you know for general audience movie i think they adapted the material as well as they could yeah but
0: i, I would still like what i would say what I, I wouldn't criticize the, well, i wouldn't criticize what they did with the film All i would say is like you know you're talking about like if you compare like the the books and how they were adapted one was heavily adapted almost to the point where it's almost detrimental to the quality of the film. Mm. And one kind of made a much more functioning film, even though it kind of just took the bits from the book that, that works for the film. And And not really. Here's the reason
1: why guys, one was made by the Wachowskis. One was Mm -hmm. made by uh, Zack Snyder. Wachowskis (laughs) can make a great film now, to be fair, they haven't made loads of great films. I I enjoy their work. I do, right, for different reasons. Matrix Fantastic, uh, V from Dead is great. Um, Sensation Netflix is yeah, the, very good. Sensation is really good as well. I enjoyed, I enjoyed for what it was, horribly misunderstood, um, what was it called again? Jupiter Ascending. Oh,
2: the Jupiter Ascending. I, I, I enjoyed
1: that as a Brazil parody, um, yeah. but you know, they know how to make a movie when they want to, right? When, when they have to, the chips are down, they can't. Um, Zack Snyder can't really make a movie unless he's screen for screen adapting something, right? And we've seen this. 300's fantastic, but it's literally just he had t- took every single panel and just went with it, right? Day to Dead actually uh, is, yeah, okay, right, That's that, that doesn't fit into there, but still. And then Watchmen, panel for panel, he just made it shot for shot with the ending changed. And that's the reason why. It's because you had a team of filmmakers who were actually able to make a film, take material, take bits out of it that they wanted to make it work. Zack Snyder can't do that. We've seen him try to do that and he made Dawn of Justice. Justice.
2: So... No, it's a... Like the Watchmen film is gorgeous looking. It, it looks is. great. And if you took, like say, the chapter where Dr. Manhattan is on Mars on its own merits, it's great. I feel like he's either just great at the visual stuff he or would be good at doing really short films no, dude, you hit it but one. give him something complicated you... and he doesn't know where to keep the focus
1: no you hit it in one he's, a, he's an amazing he's one of the best visual storytellers as far as shot for shot out of anybody mm. the difference is he doesn't know how to piece them together so it just falls apart completely like yeah if he just made like some great like as you said like short little indie films with a massive budget they'd be unreal but give him an hour and a half or three hours. How long does Watchman, like Three hours? The director's cut?
0: Yep, yeah. it felt it. And the, director, like, the director's they're... cut is longer. And I think just... the director's cut, which is more for four. And you're
1: just like, man, no, just stop. You're gonna <laughs> hurt yourself. You know? <laughs> and he did. He did. He he ended up like destroying the entire DC cinematic universe single-handedly. So
2: it's a it's. I won't put that all at Zack Snyder's feet, though. I think there is a growing trend of and I put Jurassic world and its sequel in this category too of movies that come out that really don't know how to lead people's emotions. Uh, like mm. there's a fundamental disconnect between what the film is doing and saying and all that kind of stuff and how you're supposed to feel watching it. And even in the films I like like Aquaman, I get now and again, I'm kind of like, wait, I understand what's happening, but what, what is this? What am I feeling? What is like, what but are you doing?
0: Like, I understand what's happening, but why is it happening? Yes,
2: yes, that's a better way of putting it. I think Dawn of Justice is the perfect sort of in yeah, a nutshell yeah. of that. Very, very big, long nutshell. Yeah,
0: but it's sure. also the was a similar thing with um, with uh, Man of Steel as well, where you're hmm. just going like, why is this happening? Why, why is Superman just letting him fight him in the city? Why is he? Like They seem to understand the character well enough to write good Superman dialogue at points yeah. like and that, then just forget yeah. about it for other points. It's like
1: that bit from The Simpsons where Rod is like, why is there ketchup coming out of Katie's ears? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the kind of the reaction I have when I'm watching uh, Man of Steel. It's like, yeah. why why did Superman kill everybody? And it's just yeah. like, okay. <laughs> you know, but uh, look, it... I would say, you know, out of the Alan Moore uh, movies, that uh, V is probably a much better time for people. And even still, you know, it, as you yeah, said, it, it is be because done. it doesn't the time as char- at that timeless age. H- like, it was written during um, Thatcherism, as a direct result of Thatcherism. Now, it, it was made in a time during uh, Bush, and now it's it's never been more pre- prevalent, you know, under time mm-hmm. of, like, mass
2: surveillance and... Yeah. yeah and like the the symbol yeah. for v is like they use that for is it no, anonymous is yeah, that the, yeah, exactly. the the hackers yeah, like yeah. it feels like they there's someone it be for doing the, that.
0: they also use it for the anti-scientology movement as well
2: was, yeah yeah like, exactly for, uh, yeah, so it feels like yeah, there's yeah. like an open goal here that they're not doing by adapting like
1: yeah the, the thing, thing about it is it's like it, it's, it's timeless for a reason me. you know and i i, I there isn't really a better way to make it, and I don't think you're going to be able to make it better than Hugo Weaving's performance and Natalie Portman's really good in that No, too. no. So you know, maybe give it what ten years when something else comes along and things probably get worse, and it's like, oh, let's make this again, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look. As far as watching TV show goes, pff, nah, I'm I won't watch it. There's no point. Uh, well,
2: I I did like the trailer. I think I think you brought up an interesting point of people who like Watchmen and I've never read it. Like I feel like lots of people, including Zack Snyder himself, don't get that Watchmen is both a deconstruction and a criticism of the superhero genre. And that was in the 80s, yeah. before the cinematic boom. Exactly. You could do a really good Watchmen taking down that culture now. Yeah. I'm not it, sure it, that's it, what it, this is. No,
1: it's not. It exists. It's, it's, it's called The, Boys and, the it's Boys and it's on Amazon Prime. Prime
2: ah
1: like they've already made that sir uh it, it's on amazon prime. Oh, i've
2: heard really good things about that yeah, yeah. The Boys is really good.
1: Karl Urban's in it. i have got a chance to watch it i did read the comic so um i have amazon prime so i'm gonna watch it actually i binge watched the purge tv show which is very good by the way um yeah it's called the boys watch it um Karl Urban basically is the main character and it's it's it, it's a similar kind of thing as watchmen where it's superheroes basically being dicks
0: <laughs> also and, being kind you know, of real people too being
1: real people yeah that's where it comes from it's like hey look I'm a superhero but I have a life too please go away uh, yeah. I I would put it to the, the interaction that um, wrestlers would have where they're being confronted by people you know where you have the, you know, the, the John Cena response versus the CM Punk response um, yeah so, yeah, yeah, that's kind of, of what it is. So, I'm, I'm going to watch it. it. I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably watch uh, an episode two after we finish recording. But, Amazon Prime also has The Purge, which, if anyone's a fan of the Purge series, I am. I hated the third movie, it was terrible first movie had a great idea but it was terrible kind of second movie was great it's more in the vein of the, of the second movie where it's more open world and it's like 10 episodes so you get spend 10 hours for these characters a lot of good twists and turns um, it, for what it is man if you like that world it's it's a really really fun world to explore now it's harrowing and it it's pretty pretty graphic as well
0: Amazon Prime also has, uh, they acquired the best sci-fi show going on TV. Uh, I talked about it as well, The Expanse. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. The ah, is so,
2: good. so good. So damn good, yeah, if you good. haven't watched it. The best show you've never seen. You know what, listen, here's yeah. the thing about Amazon Prime, right? It's one of those things where, like, <laughs> I
1: kind of forgot it was a thing. And then I'm like, hold on, because I use Amazon Prime because it's cheaper than shipping, right? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll watch this. And then i go through it. I'm like, oh, wow. Well, these have, like, they have Mr. Robot as well, which the fourth season's coming out in a couple of weeks. Can't oh, excellent. Um, but, yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, if you have Amazon Prime, you're missing out. Like, to be fair, Amazon Prime is better watched than Netflix. And it's cheaper.
2: Mm. Uh, well, I'm glad you of Amazon Prime because we had a trailer for the new Star Trek Picard uh, series coming out soon. Are you guys Star Trek guys at all?
0: I tried being a Star Trek guy, but I just uh, I, I, I just had to I devote just, the time yeah, to just, it. Yeah.
1: I just can't, man. Like my my experience of Star Trek is I watched a review over there with uh, Red Letter Media, where Jay was kind of like, yeah, I, I know Star Trek, kind of. And after yeah. I am. I'm kind of like on the Jay fans, where like I'm aware of Star Trek, and you know I watched Next Generation and I watched Voyager when I was like, when, well, when I was a kid, and you're on Sky like all the time. Sky would just had. Before the Simpsons. Yeah, no. Before the Simpsons, yeah. then at night time they were just there was a block of Star Trek for like six hours. Um, so by osmosis I know a lot of it but if you were to ask me am I a fan of Star Trek it would be no
2: oh I'm at the other end of the pool I love Star Trek, I've seen most of the shows uh, go to all the Star Trek era events and uh, what I will say is the Picard series its um, it seems to be leaning very heavily into the established stuff, they've got a few returning characters like Seven of Nine from Voyager Data from from next generation the borg oh okay Hold so on. they see this does seem to be a love letter to the fans and seem people seem to be very very excited Kane,
1: I stop you there, right so on a complete yeah. tangent and i'm really sorry about this but i need to share this with the world so there is oh, a youtuber called mr Mediker, right jim is also his oh, name right and uh he's not so much youtuber now he's on streams on d live and stuff like that but he did a he, he did a he does different streams. I wonder the stream was on a crazy fan a submission about like being in love with data. And what happens with like that is it's not safe for work. It's not safe for Twitch, so we're not gonna talk about it. It's not safe for radio. But listen guys, if you're an adult and you want to just watch the most crazy thing in the world, Jim will always look Jim will always help you out, but my God, I couldn't let this go. Um it's it's it, 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 it it's a dramatic reading of a children's tale about Data and something happening to Data that I'm not going to mention. But check it out, guys. It is crazy. It's the craziest thing you'll ever hear. I swear to God. Sorry, continue. If
2: that's your experience of Star Trek, I can see why you're not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But yes, yeah, certainly. I cert. I. I. If I'm brave enough, I will certainly. watch that? What's it called? Data love letter. Data. Just
1: just type in. Just type in Mr. Medica and Data. Mr. Medica, Mr. Medica and the name of the actor who played Data. And, oh, Brett Spiner. Yeah, yes. Yes. It, it, it will pop up. I promise you that.
2: I certainly will. But I'm just going to flag the Star Trek now because there are five Star Trek shows in development. Holy cow! So um, I think they're going to be making a power play for that marvel attention in the next year or two whether they succeed who will knows but i think they're vying to be power players
0: mm. well i mean the fan base is certainly um enough to to warrant it
1: <laughs> well look if, if this uh, if this fan letter is, is to be believed yes they are quite rabid. yeah <laughs> I tell you, it's um I don't know, Look, I I probably will watch the Picard one because the you know, the, all about all the buzz, but apparently it's supposed to be more like Star Trek Discovery, which isn't good or is it good,
2: King? How did you feel about it? Visual I know, I'm one of the people who like Star Trek Discovery. I can't remember if Star Trek Discovery it's controversial to like it or controversial not to like it. Right. But certainly it seems to be more in the visuals. From yeah. what I can see, yeah. I think the writers of star trek discovery aren't on picard so i think it'll just be the visually it'll look like it but discovery is very ethereal and thematic and all that kind of stuff this seems to be much more like the next generation movies they're a bit more action-packed and that kind of stuff actually
1: i did see all the next generation movies actually as well purely by osmosis but they're pretty good so i'll probably go um oh (laughs) my god we have we have reach up the fifty the the time now on this. I think, it's, man, sweet, it, it's it's the crazy it, this is the craziest hour, Like and you know full disclosure we had technical issues so we kinda did this twice almost but it's <laughs> it still flew in. But uh for anyone who's listening on YouTube on um Phoenix Fan, we're gonna to try to do this every week on Twitch so you're able to get a couple of days earlier. So if you go over to Twitch and go to Nerdux so N E on Twitch is where you can see your twitch or just go on the website media.com and just click the little twitch button and it will be there we're going to try to hit every every night at like um every thursday at 9 p.m and start, start streaming on that and then of course you able to get it on itunes spotify and all that stuff as well so uh yeah it's working
2: yeah we're here to stay and we'll be at comic-con in case you missed it last week on the 11th of august is that right
1: yeah sunday the 11th of august at 3 p.m uh, it's gonna be fun so we'll be, there. we'll be there uh most of the weekend anyway doing press for it hanging out but uh yeah if you guys are going to dublin comic con you know make sure you're there at three o'clock because it's gonna be something i don't know if it's gonna It'll be informative it, yeah yes. it's gonna be informative like we're gonna, it's the first time really doing it so uh doing a panel yep. so we'll see what happens
2: With well, the audience interaction i'll certainly be there the whole weekend with my family we're all dressing up as Doctor Who's, including my little baby, so certainly you'll see us coming. Put it that way.
1: It's always, man. It's always, always a great time. I'm just hoping that the weather kind of yields a bit, so we're not dying up on stage. But uh, what we will do is, for anyone who doesn't make it and who's listening on the podcast, maybe I like I will make sure it's recorded and we will try to get video as well. But uh, Mm -hmm. the best thing to do is to show up because we need your support, and the panel that we're doing requires audience. Uh,
2: interaction as well so it's your time to kind
1: of really uh push push it to it's the your
2: limit. time to shine mm. well, well it's my, my time. time yeah <laughs> oh no yeah star is going to bring his most controversial ideas
1: <laughs> uh, also uh i think we
0: might actually have to get you my time <laughs> for the team yeah. music oh yeah i think so yeah. yes
1: uh Kaelin, can we have to school you up, up on wrestling man because uh, a lot of references are gonna go over here. This everyone. is
0: this is literally what the panel will be about.
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, see wait, that's wait. why that's why you need to go see it live. If you see it live on the Sunday, you will see my awkward blank confused face. You won't get the benefit of that in audio no, if you catch yeah. it afterwards. And we'll have slides <laughs> as well, like yeah. <laughs> do in know it will our... I will describe the slides as best I can, but I don't know anything <laughs> about wrestling, so it'll be like caped you know man on fire you know what
1: that's better i think that's better if you're not guys if you're not a wrestling fan go because we need to like we need to convince you that everything is right is actually wrestling so if you're not a wrestling fan do come because i think that will be even better than if you were
2: dara do we have time very quickly to discuss the concept behind our event
1: yes we do we have we have two minutes so Bryn, go sell it to us. go right.
0: So uh, the title is Literally Everything is Wrestling. The idea will be that uh, Kean primarily will be presenting topics to go, how is this thing like wrestling? It could be anything on a grand scale like something political or it could be something on a very minute scale like skin cells and everything in between. Um, and it's our job to try and uh, show how something is like wrestling. Um, the general idea here will be that uh, you should learn something. Hopefully, it'll let, give you a bit of an insight into how uh, how much this weird art form can actually uh, can actually uh, uh, generate and espouse in terms of emotions. So it would be cool to uh, talk about it. I was inspired by John Oliver saying that wrestling is better than the things you love, and I aim to prove that.
2: <laughs> Excellent. For just to give an example to everyone listening at home, how is Shrek like wrestling?
0: Well, wrestling's in Shrek for starters is there you the, go. probably the easiest thing.
2: So actually that's a really good point. So we'll try and link it can be abstract art, it can be Superman, it can be Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. uh to wind up dara so have a think <laughs> about topics that we can try and link back to wrestling and in fact hit us up online if you think of any ideas they may make it into the event
1: yeah and the mm-hmm. way you can do it is pretty much nerds no media all across the board nerds no media on twitter nerds media no media on youtube nerds no media uh smoke signals all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's no excuse to not get your.
2: Top Dara, as I hate Harry Potter.
1: <laughs> oh God, that's a that's a panel for next year. Uh, Kate, yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, so we're going to uh, wrap things up here now on Twitch. Uh, thanks for checking us out. We'll be back next week at nine PM on a, on a Thursday night, and we'll also be every single week on Phoenix 12.5 FM at five PM every Saturday you um.